Welcome to T-Set Pass, my weekly Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast talking all things competitive to casual. This week I'm joined again by Sladra as we talk about the future of Yu-Gi-Oh! and what it means to us. So I don't know, in, ter- in terms of the future, I'm curious to know, what do you think is going to be the next like card? Like, you know how we just, like most recent one is Link, before that we got Pendulums. What is the next mechanic to Yu-Gi-Oh! that you think is going to like come out? Because it's been a while um, since we got like a new card type, right? I'm itching, I'm itching for it. I see comments all the time and I hear people say, you know, we've got enough. Like. I think if we if we stop, if Link's the last thing ever, that would be really disappointing. I think I I want a red card, for God's sake. Like all I need is why wasn't Link's red? We didn't really have rituals. Why weren't Link's red? I need a red card in my extra deck. Um, I'm try like I've I've tried to talk the think about this for lots of times. Like what could they do? What's different? I, I assume it will probably have to be an extra deck mechanic because ritual is such a mess you have to dedicate your entire deck to ritual you can't splash um unless maybe it was some kind of external force uh, maybe uh, i did, did you ever play vanguard no vanguard didn't have an extra deck for a long time and then when they hit their sort of gx era they added an extra deck and the way the gx the, the way that the extra deck cards in vanguard worked is that like super powerful bosses but at the end of the turn, they go back to the extra deck. So a bit like Neos used to, uh, the Neos okay. cards used to be. So they, but they're, they're much better though. So like you, you normally like you're you're gonna win the game or not, or, or like you've got or you messed it up and they've they've defended or whatever. So like there's, I could maybe see some kind of super boss mechanic where you get maybe one per extra deck, and you can summon it once per game. A bit like the way they tried to push deck masters a little bit. Um, I don't know if that would be good for the game. I could see them doing it because I think that's the kind of anime-esque high uh, serotonin uh, card, you know, like, this is my big guy. And maybe you maybe you could remake old, in the same way that Rush Duels have old cards as legends that you can only have one of, like you can only have one copy of Dark Magician in a deck, whatever, he's too good. Maybe you could remake old boss monsters, maybe like the Slifer, the Obelisk, the Ra, as like a, a red extra deck super boss summon it in some convoluted mechanic it lasts a turn but does something crazy whilst it's out um i don't know i don't think that would be particularly good for balancing but i can't think of another way to use the extra deck in particular right now unless they did something very in the same way that links used columns in the way that nobody else had done before maybe doing things like cards that rotate uh, and if they're facing you, they do something, and if they're facing the opponent, they do something else. But even then, I feel like it would be that would be more the kind of thing that they do for one specific niche archetype than for the entire game itself. What, what do you think? Do you think we'll even get another summon or a big big rule shift? I think it, it has to. Well, generally, what happens is when the anime goes through like another era, they'll have some new thing, right? But now with sevens, I haven't even watched it because it's it's not even like the regular Yu Gi Oh no. anyway, so I I didn't have any interest in it, but. I want to say that maybe with the next, I don't know when the next seasons of Yu-Gi-Oh or next era is coming out, but it's so weird that like we have a, a Yu-Gi-Oh anime, but it's not even the regular card game anyways. No. Uh, it's like their own, it's the Rush. So I like the idea of like the legend. It sounds kind of cool, which in Rush Duel you have like that one copy of. Um, I've, I kind of like the Duel Links idea where you have this special perk, but you have to pull these and you'd have to just put them face up on the field, like a field spell basically just stays there forever. And you okay. just see what the ability is. I thought that was really interesting. In fact, before that actually came out in 
Duel Links, I actually was mentioning that there was character abilities and I, I could go find the video. And I was talking about how it would be so cool if we got it. And then they added it into Duel Links. And I thought that was really cool. Uh, but it, I'm really curious to see why they don't add that into the regular Yu-Gi-Oh game. I guess they like, have in Speed Duel because Speed Duel has character abilities in the same way as Duel Links. And I oh. I really like that about Speed Duel. There's there's some, I haven't obviously, I, I've not delved into Speed Duel particularly. I sometimes buy the boxes just to sort of look at them and see what they are. Um, like there's one that, that I love how a character skill will be tailored to fix a terrible deck. Um, and I don't know, I haven't played much Duel Links. I don't know if it was similar in that way, but for example, in Roid, there's a Cyrus skill. I think it's called the Roids are all right. It's it's literally just everything Roid could ever need. Because obviously, you know, they've got the stupid feel, that really good fusion spell, but it can't make half the fusions because they don't have Super Vic Roid in the name. Um, so it's something like all Roid fusions can be made with Super Vic Roid fusion. And then the second effect of that skill is all level five or higher Roids can be summoned with one with with no tribute. And then the third one is all Roids, if they battle, can switch from their attack to their defense or something. You know, so it's just like trying to exponentially just trying to fix this terrible deck. And I find that really interesting how they've they've they know that that deck's bad. They know that that deck's bad because they've printed this skill that literally addresses all of the problems with <laughs> this deck that they made in the first place. Um, yeah, I think that that would be a, a cool idea because that would be an easy way to fix a lot of the archetypes that are just like so beyond bad. Hmm. Uh, and it would also incentivize like in terms of business because I, I look at game ideas when you have a really cool idea, is this going to like help them with sales? If there's any extra cards, like for example, I, I think if they were to say extra deck instead of 15, it is now 20. I think that would make every other card go up in value, right? Hmm. Because people would want they have five extra slots and they'd be able to put five extra cards like that would just encourage people to be able to um run more cards that they might not normally run which would then increase the uh amount of people that want to play these cards and also what's interesting is a lot of resource mechanics use the extra deck like extravagance and so it would be kind of interesting to see if they were say like let's say you know, because when we got the field spell change, I know there was a lot of people saying, you know, this is crazy. I can't believe that, that, that they've done that. I wouldn't be out of the question, I would say, to increase the extra deck to, to five more because that's only going to help sales. And if it was some new extra deck mechanic, like there's some new cards that we want in the extra deck, we have to have an increase in space, I would say, to yeah. really facilitate them making more money, too, because, um, I again, I, I always look at, you know, is this going to be good for the game in terms of monetary uh, with the decision? But it would be cool to see, like, I want a brand new card as well. Though. Like, I want a completely new thing. Um, would be cool to see the perks, though. Uh, I would like to see perks in the game, but I also think that a new card color would be cool. Maybe they can have, I mean, they already have, like, f fusion pendulums, exceeds pendulums, but uh, maybe a fusion of... Uh, cards that can be used in multiple zones. Like I know that there's some cards like Silver Sentinel where you can place it as a spell and trap or you can summon it as a monster. So maybe it could be some sort of hybrid, but you know, they are pretty creative. Cause if you were to tell me that there's a new blue card that makes it so if you want to summon anything in the extra deck, I would have been like, okay, this is too weird. I, I wouldn't have believed it, but you know, they, they went back on the whole, like you don't need a link monster to have like diffusions because I don't know. I'm guessing that could have been partially due to sales, but um, I don't know. Like, do you think that that changed? Cause I actually talked to some people that were uh, vendors um, and they said during, uh, 
think when it first first came out that it actually hurt sales because people, I don't know, maybe weren't buying the newest product because they didn't like links or it's because they couldn't play their favorite deck. So they just stopped playing the game. I think it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. I remember myself, I, I, I throwing back even further. I remember when my friend rang me in what, 2008 and told me about synchros and he rang me and he was like, there's these white cards and, and they, they're like fusion monsters, but they don't need poly. And, and I was like, that's stupid. I hate that. I, I want to use Elemental Hero and I hate that. And then I, I was, that sounds terrible. Obviously, I, I was very wrong and I very much enjoy Synchros now. Um, moving to Link, I can see why it would rub people the wrong way. I think when Link got announced, I built three ritual decks. So I was like, well, ha. You're gonna lose your extra deck, but I didn't even use my. <laughs> I think I built Necroz and Cyber Angel the day that Link got announced in the basket and ordered it. Because I was like, well, I'm not gonna learn Link. I don't even need the extra deck. Screw the extra deck. I don't need it. But I can imagine other people probably would be motivated to drop the game rather than to become salty and become a ritual player. Um, I think it's just that chokehold. But as a player, and there's like you talk about. Like we talked about with like uh, bringing in super legends or bringing in character skills that fix old cards. I think they're good for uh, I think they're good for sales, but then there's like the meta game to think about. I think Link was made with players in mind, and I think Link may have had it had ups and downs. I think it made me think about the game in a very different way, and I really liked thinking with Links in terms of positioning matters, and then. You know, like having resources matters in terms of you've got to do. I, am I going to play a full link deck or am I going to play some linky cards in a deck that uses synchros or exceeds? I think at the beginning, I liked the fact it sort of killed so many decks and we actually had to have a think about what was good again after a while. And obviously, the answer was True Draco, obviously, because they're always good. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was uh, it was an interesting time. And I don't necessarily want the new mechanic to come in and kill everything. I would love if the new mechanic came in and made me actually just like think about what decks I'm playing. It's like, should I totally just pick up something else because this new mechanic is is really overhauling everything. But in terms of uh, emotions, I think a lot of people had quit because of Pendulum. And I think a lot of people left were grumpy because it's very much a whiplash because Pendulum is like opening so many options. It's like you can summon your whole hand, you can recur it so many times, you can make so many synchros, so many Xyz, so many fusions. And then Link is the exact opposite of that. It's like, no, you're gonna, we're gonna choke hold the game, slow it down, we're gonna, obviously then sped it up very much. But um, it was interesting that they went from the exact opposite design principle with Links and Pendulums. Yeah, I mean, I could only assume that it's it's done when they changed it to for sales reasons. Because if you think about the way Link was designed, like if you go back to Synchros or Exceeds, it's like, okay, if your deck, if you didn't want to play those, right, you didn't have to. Like if you're a fusion deck, you didn't need to play Exceeds or Synchros. But the thing with Links is if you wanted to make two Synchros, like you couldn't do it because you had to have the Link monster. So it forced people to do it. And I can see that being like maybe in design. Uh, they were like, okay, well, last time we made, let's say we made Xyz, Synchro players didn't care. Well, this new mechanic, they're, they're going to have to, every Synchro player has to have Link monsters in their deck. So we're going to have to, they're going to have to buy it, right? Mm. So it could have been a best decision. I honestly don't know at the end of the day, but that's the way I personally see it. Um, so whatever comes out, Maybe in the very beginning, they're going to force us to play it. And if the backlash is like, you know, people aren't buying the product as often as they were, then they can go back like they changed the whole pendulum mechanic where it's not as like good anymore. But 
I, th- I think even day. within Link, they fixed it though as well. Remember, oh, yeah, it was like it. that. It so was like, like even the mechanic, but like remember that pack that had it had Verte, it had Electromite, it had Halka Fibrax, it had uh, the Bujinki one that didn't work out as well. That was all in one pack. It's crazy. And it's like Pe- Link clearly isn't working. We're gonna give you good generic stuff. Like it's it's interesting that that pack feels like a real shot in the arm of like adrenaline again back into the game in terms of you can do crazy stuff again now in lots of decks that don't want to use Link. Yeah, I think that the new mechanic has to be like good though. It has to be good. And I think sometimes people are like, well, it's overpowered. But at the same time, if you're making a new card, like a whole new like sort of type of a card, it has to be good. Otherwise it's like, well, why even make it in the first place? So I think that it's totally fine to make something OP in the very beginning if it's new, because you want the players to be excited and not feel underwhelmed. It's I think it's better to feel overwhelmed in terms of game design than underwhelmed when any, any video game it goes with a new weapon in a video game, a new character. It has to be feel powerful. So I, I don't know what else they can do really with the power of the game. Cause for me, having like a lot of one, two card combos is insanely powerful. So I mean, at the end of the day, the next step, I think, and I've seen this even in my comments of like next, the new Yu-Gi-Oh cards are just gonna be able to be activated from your deck. <laughs> so like, I, I don't know. I think that that would be pretty crazy, uh, but. It would be interesting yeah. if traps, like battle traps, could be activated from the deck. Because then you wouldn't have to worry about them being... Like, if there was a mirror force that activated from the deck. And then obviously, I don't know, they can't really protect around that. I don't know, there's all... When you open the deck up as an option, in the same way that the grave is now an option in terms of basically being a second hand, it, it would change the way people play, I think. People would be more careful. Um, I think... I think you're right in terms of it has to be good. I was just thinking back in terms of we talked about there is no anime right now for Yu-Gi-Oh, for normal Yu-Gi-Oh at all in in, in the West or, or in Japan. And there's only a Rush format. Do you think they would ever do a Western-only cartoon? Like, separate from Japan. Like, um, I was thinking about, uh, do you remember Bakugan? when that was a big thing. I, I know of it with the little, like, the little spheres that open up, right? Yeah, yeah. It was sort of uh, just after Beyblade, probably just before some other stuff. Um, but the way back gone, obviously, it was another similar Yu-Gi-Oh!-y type thing, collecting monsters, fighting stuff. Series 1 and 2 and 3 are anime, and so it was translated and dubbed in the same way as the 4 kids way. But Series 4, because Bakugan was very, very popular in the West, but was actually nobody cared in Japan. Series 4 is just made by the the dubbing company. They made an original series, a cartoon, for the West. Because they're the people who were buying it. Do you think Konami would ever let them get away with making a new series? And if they did that, do you think it would be something original? Or do you think because it would be, they're making it for the sake of nostalgia, they may even do like a sequel to the the original Yu-Gi-Oh series. I don't know. Like uh, obviously, with the passing of the creator, there's one less person to really, really oppose it um, in the room. I don't know. Some sort of a Western original content of that kind. I mean, I think it'd be cool to get any form of content. Like I even think, even though Dungeon Dice didn't really work out, I like that at least the company is trying to branch out. Like in terms of speed and rush goal, those are obviously catered towards more of a casual audience. But I think when there's so many different like rule sets and as far as it goes in my locals and for like many, many years, I have not even seen one person actually play Rush Duel or uh, Speed Duels at my locals. Like 
a couple people bought some packs as memes, but they didn't actually play the game. They're just like, oh, let's go buy some packs, whatever. But yeah. I, I don't. I, do you go to the locals? I do. I, you... I used to. I haven't for a couple okay. of months, but I did just... until last year. Like it's yeah. I haven't. I haven't did anyone play Speed Duels at your locals? No, I've seen people play Go. I've seen people play Edison, but I've never seen a single person play Speed Duels. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they see it maybe as like, okay, Rush Duel is not working out. We can't cater towards the casuals. I don't know. Like I said, maybe in some area in the world, Speed Duel is doing really well, but I just see zero people playing it. So. The I, fact that they're adding these alternate formats, yeah. um, it, it's weird because it it does, doesn't really necessarily take away. It's just like reselling the same product. So if you think about it, like the speed duel variant of like a Dark Magician, it's like it's the same card. So it doesn't seem to appeal to the casual audience at all. So maybe like if you look at the artwork of um, Sevens, it's 100% made for children. Like, you know. Mm -hmm. Like in terms of artwork, it's more simplistic. They're all kids versus like mm. Yugi was a little bit more serious as well as with like Kaiba. But I think if they were to do another anime series uh, just in the US, I think if they just did Yugi and Kaiba, mm -hmm. I think it would be a huge hit. And I think yeah. people would be really interested in it. Um, but I have no idea if there's some sort of like rights that like maybe some people have the rights to. And sometimes with Japanese. Uh, license holders, especially with like Mario and a lot of the Nintendo stuff. I know they want nothing to do with the West in terms of allowing them to have their own stuff. I know for Smash Bros, it was like a huge issue to have any tournaments because they just didn't want it. I don't know. So they actually built that into the game as well, didn't they? Brawl, they added in tripping and all sorts of things to make it less competitive because they don't want people competing. They wanted it to be a fun game, so he made it worse for competitive on purpose to try and make it less good. Fight. Yeah, so sometimes it's just like, you know, some of the creators that hold the licenses to these things they don't want. They don't want they want their vision to be the vision of the game. And I remember Kazuki said he never wanted this game to be about money. But when you have short prints, secret rares, I mean, at the end of the day, that would be all related to money, right? Mm. So, you know, that was one reason I know for a while people were like, okay, we can't have money involved in tournaments because the creator didn't want the game to be about money. But again, now maybe things can change in the future that's you know what i'm really hoping for with Yu-Gi-Oh as well as collabs i mean the the dragon ball z collab with fortnite was a massive success so if they could do uh, I, don't, I don't know who else is in shonen but i know like what one piece yugi yeah. uh dragon ball z i don't know if naruto's in there too but if they did a Naruto deck, that would be cool too. And again, they could do these collabs where if you buy the Naruto structure deck, you get a Yugi, a, a very specific like Yu-Gi-Oh card that's like Naruto themed, and that's the only way to get it. I think. So, yeah, I think you're right there in terms of. And looking at those card games, obviously those card games don't need a card game show to promote their card game. I've seen a lot of people ask for a Yu-Gi-Oh show. That isn't them playing the card game, but it's more the lore of the card game. You've seen it with the Albaz stuff. You saw it last series with the World Legacy stuff, and way before that with like the Nichiria tribes warring that kind of thing. I think people just want something to engage with, and I think people aren't playing the One Piece card game because Luffy in the show runs a red green deck. You know what I mean? Like they're playing it because they like the characters. They want to see the pictures. If there was a show, like let's say it was like Lord of the Rings, but it was it was Yu-Gi-Oh characters, and the king was 
uh, like uh, uh, the, the the wizard was uh, dark magician and he was like Merlin and they went and sent uh, an adventure trying to go and kill the blue eyes white dragon I think people would just think be equally as engaged with that and then they'd go to the deck and be like oh he's the one that killed the blue eyes in that episode or whatever and I think people would play it uh, just as much as if Timmy or someone in the next pack has odd eyes and he uses it in his duel I think if the characters were characters and the cards themselves, I think people would engage with that in an interesting way. I mean, that is an interesting take on it. I'd like to see. And I think at the end of the day, any content is still content mm. for the game. And so, like, I th I think the anime does help get some people into the game. Mm. But to keep people in the game, they actually have to kind of enjoy the card game, especially because... Like I mentioned before, I feel like Yu-Gi-Oh is legitimately like another part-time job. Like there's just so much things to learn with this game, versus with like other games, you can just hop in and play, right? At Fortnite, there's a new update, there's a new vehicle, weapon, new new maps, whatever. You can just hop in and play. But Yu-Gi-Oh needs to somehow bridge that gap, and I think they technically are trying to with speed and rush. But I don't know if it's it's anywhere near um, available for younger audiences because when you look at the younger audience, who's going to have to pay for the, the stuff? Their I, parents, right? And other parents going to have several hundred dollars to buy all these new decks, every single band list. No. And that's just another snippet of our conversation. If you want the full four-hour raw conversation that me and Sladra and me and Abyss had, who I had on the last episode of the podcast, then join the Patreon and get the full thing there. Until next week, have a lovely time. 